Welcome to No Gods, No Master Volumes. I'm Simon, I'm a record producer, and I make pedal demos as Tunnel of Reverb. And I'm Guion, I run Holy Island Audio, a one-man effects pedal operation from Wales. This episode, we talk to Megan L, animated pedal demo extraordinaire. If you're listening to this podcast, you've probably seen Megan's demos on YouTube. Megan's unique art style, combined with her musical talents, is a refreshing take on the pedal demo format, utilising hand-drawn animation to explain the signal routing and gear combinations being demonstrated. This approach makes it easy for the audience to visualise how they could incorporate the pedal into their own setup. We talked to Megan about what got her into making demos, her experiences in jamming with others, and she gives us a rig rundown of her current personal pedal board. What's your favourite tube screamer? Yeah. <laughs> God, uh, let's not use the T word. Oh yeah, sorry. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna buy a new tube screamer for the first time in like twelve years. I was just gonna What's buy motivated a, that. Just, uh, I don't know. I was just like, I should probably get a plumes. Yeah, and they're so cheap. I was like, I should just, I should just get one. It's good. I like uh, it. That's a good pedal. Mm-hmm. Right, people I work with bring them in and I'm like but I don't know maybe I'm just looking for something to buy I don't know <laughs> aren't we all get that, get that all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> I feel that I know you think with like having access to like a ton of pedals or just having a bunch of pedals you'd think it like would like quench that itch to be like mm-hmm. I'm always looking for the next mm-hmm. thing but I still find myself I'm like oh that seems cool like I got I have like a hundred fuzz pedals but I still got to check that one out oh, you yeah. know and it's like, it makes it worse for me because I'm like, what, I want something that I don't have. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, there isn't much that I don't have. And so I spend forever just researching, trying to find stuff. I'm like, I need something different. I need something exciting. Mm. <laughs> I guess that means like when you do find something as well, you just immediately buy it without thinking. Because yeah. you're like, oh, well, I found like, a, it's the missing jigsaw piece. It's like when, you, I, yeah. when I saw that, uh, the unusual EAS. Oh yeah, Bradford's pedal, the like bit cross reverb. I was like, okay, I want that. Like, I don't have that. That's cool. But then, yeah, Yeah. like say with fuzz pedals, I'm like, oh well, it's kind of hard to get excited about it. But then you see one, you're like, oh no, actually, but it kind of does this, or it kind of does that, and then right, this this massive knob that must mean it's great. (laughs) Got to sound good. It's a different color. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Isn't that like like part of the fun for me is like doing that research to see like oh, it's a new fuzz pedal, like, what's it based on? Is it something new? Like, texturally, is it, like, going to offer me something that something I already have doesn't do? Or, like, is there a new feature? I don't know. I just like keeping up to date and, like, learning about, like, what's available. And, like, so that's, like, definitely part of the fun for me and, like, the whole gear search and whatever you want to call it. Oh, yeah. It's it's definitely a very appealing part of it. The never-ending story. Yeah, <laughs> always need that one extra bit. Always waiting for that one thing for the pedalboard to be finished. Like, yeah, man, I I'm about to like recommit to a new pedalboard today. Actually, I've got a show tomorrow, and I completely changed my pedalboard up just because I don't know. Just I don't know why I did it. it. I, I have no reason. It's yeah. the it's the extra bit of danger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right before a show, I'm like, I could yeah. just read. I could change everything on this except the dirt section, and um. But so, like, I find now more and more of my pedals have got, like, dual lock on the bottom because, I don't know, I used to just keep the same board all the time and now I'm just changing and changing and changing. And it's just, yeah, never-ending story. Yeah. Mm. I feel like playing in a band, do you tend to gravitate 
I mean, you said you had like the same board for a long time. Do you think mm. it's like you got bored of like your sound and now you're kind of trying to like search for something new or because like yeah. I didn't play in I haven't played in like bands before. Like I'm finally kind of getting into like some stuff this year, mm. but like my board has been the same for like the last three years. But I, I always am like auditioning pedals to go in certain spots because I'm not like tied down to a certain sound that mm. I would need for the band. I for me it's like I we're, we've been writing a lot so I'm like oh maybe this could be cool there maybe this could be cool there and like nothing's like set in stone so I think I'm just trying trying loads out to find these different things I think I was like trying to make my board smaller and smaller but it just I just can't compress it as soon as I take off one thing I'm like I yeah. want it back yeah <laughs> I tried that yeah two months ago I was like maybe I could do like a nano plus and I was just like, jeez. Nah. <laughs> <No>, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta wean like, yourself off. Yeah, I mean, I think about that too a lot. I'm like, oh, what if I could downsize to like five pedals? Wouldn't that be so cool? But then I yeah. try it and I'm like, okay, but I want a chorus and I want a phaser and I want two overdrives and I want a fuzz. And it's yeah. like, I could try to limit myself like that. And there's like cool things about that. You know, like maybe you get like a different side of like creativity by having limits on yourself. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm like, I'm doing this for fun. And I'm like, why am I like putting certain limits on myself when I'm like, okay, this is cool, but I'm not having fun. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's, it's an exciting thing as well. Like, I think it's, it's like, I just have my pedal board out all the time just so I can stare at it a lot of the times. Mm. But um, <laughs> I'm just looking at it now lovingly. Um, <laughs> my best mate. But you got a very your pedal board is very aesthetic though. Like you refinished all your pedals so they'd be the same color and like Yeah, but that's just because I'm obsessive. That's mine is like let's not encourage that behavior, it just makes me weirder. Mine is just a pile of pedals right now. But um stacking. When I did try and do a nano plus, I like was just laughing at myself because I was like, Well, I need a tuner and I need my Una. And then I need my always on my house. Got to ride. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I got to put my drive pedal on, and I was like, "Oh, I'm out of space already." <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> like, okay, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> right, right. I like I've been using Halberd always on lately too in the uh, yeah. the clang setting on the up oh, toggle. Yeah. yeah, so I've been using that on all the time. So I'm like, okay, that's got to be on there. Yeah. And then I have a compressor, which I'm like, okay, but when I don't have the Halberd on. And I want to do like some clean jangly stuff. I got to have the comp on, but then I yeah. never use it when I use like my three other overdrives on my board. So I'm like, <laughs> do I do I need this or do I not? I don't I don't know what I'm doing. But then the one time you need it and it's not there, oh right, exactly. It's like the FOMO. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me when I take my third delay pedal off. I'm like, there's going to be a moment where I miss this overdrives. Is that FOMO? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice. Thanks, mate. That's fair. I'll write that one down. Put that on a shirt. Yeah, put that. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Little merch idea. Put that on my secret board. Oh my, my god. <laughs> that is funny. What's what's on your board, Megan? Do you want to give us a rig rundown? Okay. In this, yeah. In its current state. Little bit. Of, okay. Well, actually, current state. I'm staring at it right now. It is just a wood board with Velcro. There is nothing on it because I took everything off. <laughs> oh, yeah, perfect. Over. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're done. I don't even like yeah. pedals anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm a just... guitar into amp kind of person now. There it is. <laughs> That's been my It'll secret this whole time. Yeah, there's yeah. been no yeah. pedals ever. <laughs> no pedals. It's just tone is in the fingers, you know. And it's just beautiful oh. animations just to yeah. like sell pedals. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know when people are like 
oh, gear demoers are like lying to you. They're using like post effects and whatever. It's like, yeah, dude, I don't even use pedals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a JCM 800 on Les Paul. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So I took my board apart because I was trying to think about like switching things up because it has been the same for like the last three or four years. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. since now I'm like starting to play with some other people, I'm like, okay, I maybe I do need a distortion sound because usually I just do like overdrive and fuzz. But mm-hmm. for this kind of stuff, the fuzz doesn't sound quite right. So I was thinking about like adding a distortion and then maybe like I've usually run like a reverb before my fuzz and overdrive and stuff like that for like shoegazy type stuff, but we're not really doing that stuff. So I'm like, okay, I've got like an extra slot now where I can like put some wild card sort of pedal in there. And I'm like driving myself nuts thinking like oh there's so many cool options like what do i want to put down on there and like so i've got like the board is ripped apart but i think like my mainstays are going to be there like halberd obviously mm-hmm. blues driver and the uh the boss space echo are like my staples so like nice any board i make i like gotta put those guys on there which one kind of like yeah i was gonna say um, is that the new one yeah yeah i got the uh the 202 Nice. Yeah. I still don't know if I like it better than the RE20, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the same. That one looks great as well, which I know I, it feels like every episode that we do of this, we basically are like, I just really like the way that pedals look. But <laughs> it does that, that, the, that old format boss double pedal thing, like the DD20 mm. as well. I just, I feel like it's like the perfect look for a pedal. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Like, I used the RE20 for a long, long time. And when I, I got the 202 as well, and I was really unconvinced. I was just like, I don't know about this. Like, <laughs> So I'm glad you said that, because I feel validated now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm still like auditioning it. Like I've had it for mm-hmm. like a year since it came out, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I use it because it's like, okay, the extra features of like, you can, it has like the display for like which tape heads you have on. Mm-hmm. You can do like presets. It's got like, the tap is like, I feel like a little more accurate, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got like the modulation, which I'm like, oh, I love that. Like the, yeah. that's the one thing I missed on the the RE20 is like you can't control the modulation. Mm-hmm. There's like a way that like you, I could put it in like long mode, and then if you like make the delay time really long, then it like it has a little more long modulation in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, I love that little like tape wiggle that the the 202 has and i'm like that's honestly like what's keeping it on the board versus the 20 (laughs) right now (laughs) it's smaller as well i remember like yeah putting the re20 on my board back in the day and i think i was just velcroing it on and every show i would turn up and it was just like just had fallen (laughs) off my board no matter what i did because it was so heavy yeah Um, oh my gosh but great pedal yeah. Okay. So, okay. I got the BD2 and the RE20 always got to go on there. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like use those as like my cornerstone. Like those are the puzzle pieces that are always going to be there so that I'm mm-hmm. not like going crazy being like swapping all my pedals out to like fit with each other. So like, as long as I got those guys, I know it's like, okay, I've only got room on the board for like six more pedals. So I got to like mm-hmm. choose wisely. Mm-hmm. And then I've got the Earthquaker Ghost Echo. Which oh yeah, is total staple. Um, and so, okay, the pedals I'm thinking about are the Electronic Audio Experiments Dagger. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that yeah. kind of like came out of nowhere for me. Like, like, mm. like I got it and it was cool, but I'm like, oh, I'm not like a distortion person. Yeah, but yeah. like, 
first of all, I think it looks hella cool. So like that's oh, yeah. already mm-hmm. like big ups, right? Mm. And you got um, the blue one or one of the other. Colors. I got the white one. Oh, oh nice. nice. Yeah, mm. it's cool. And uh, yeah, so I was using it on bass because I think it sounds super awesome. Mm-hmm. But then I just started using it on guitar because like I make one pedal chain. So when I play bass, it's like there. And then when I play guitar, I'm too lazy to like switch up the whole thing. So I'm just like <laughs> using the dagger. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. oh, man. And I'm So I'm like, that's like one of my new favorite pedals. I'm just like, this thing sounds sick. Like It does mm. that like fuzzy, distorted kind of, bit. it just sounds big. It's yeah, it sounds like huge. It, yeah, yeah like, like we're turning fat. up the bass knob all the way. I'm just like, whoa. Like yeah, that sounds ridiculous. coming out of like my little fender. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think it's the only EAE I haven't tried. Uh, I think I've tried everything else now. But I'm going to have to grab one, I think. Dude, there was etched ones were... at some point, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. Brad did some etched ones. They're really nice. Mm. I just have a blue one, I think. They're all cool. They're mm. all yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Sick. We are full. We're his yeah. EAE fan club in this this house right mm. now. Oh, same, <laughs> yeah. same. Yeah. yeah, I feel like like a lot of people in like the pedal demo scene seem to be like EAE rocks because they've got like yeah. some sort of like I don't know how John does it. There's just like a way that he voices overdrives that it's like yeah. It, why does it feel so good to play? Like that's yeah. like yeah. the main thing. And it mm. never feels. Like with some, it can feel so like plasticky and I guess over compressed. And like his ones just don't do that. Yeah, like you like, get the compression, but it doesn't feel like it. I don't know. They're, there's something about him. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know how he does it. It's just a wizard, I guess. Yeah, mm. or it's the Ancient. PhD, one of the Ancient two, possibly. Yeah, <laughs> possibly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the two. I mean, we'll find out yeah. someday. One day. No, yeah. I choose to believe it's like. Fully magic. He's just yeah. like, fully magic. That's what the beard's for, I think. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah, it's like a Samson situation. Mm. Never take it off. Mm. Yeah, or his drives will be bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you... nothing dramatic happens. Just the overdrive sound slightly just, less good. Just doesn't quite work anymore. <laughs> it just nerfs his overdrive abilities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is greatest weakness. Have you tried the longsword as well? No, that's. I think it's the last. Of his pedals that I haven't tried. That's the next step. It, it definitely is. No, I'm, I was like looking at videos. I was watching like Mark Johnston's like hour long demo oh, yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love his videos. Like, it's like, you know, like, okay, when you're really into researching pedals and you're like, I got to consume every piece of media out there that has this in it because it's yeah. like, either you're like on the fence, like, okay, is this going to be worth me dropping $300 on? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what, like, before all the pedal demo things were like kind of like standard practice when you didn't have like videos and stuff mm-hmm. and you'd like consider buying a pedal and you just like read the manual read like every like description the builder put on yeah. you're like oh mm-hmm. i don't know if this is for me but like the sound says it's got like woody tone or whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but like yeah. now you go on youtube and it's like oh there's like an hour long like demonstration with this pedal and like i can just like really understand like how it works like what these knobs do what these switches are what changes they make texturally like what's available and yeah i mean that's like a thing i feel like that's changed relatively recently like is that like i feel like when i started doing videos and stuff like there weren't a like it wasn't standard practice to just put out like a big media release you know i think ian talked about this on his episode too yeah yeah 
Yeah, but that's something that I'm like, wow, that's really changed. Because now, like, you get people complaining, like, oh, there's too many videos now. Like, oh, when yeah. the <laughs> new walrus pedal drops, like, there's 20 reviews. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny, isn't it? Because, like, I do the same thing. And, like, I'm, the sending one was, like, the craziest one as well. I felt like it was, like, 20 over the internet, like dropping, uh, like, whatever day it was at, like, noon. And it was just, like crazy but then like yeah i spent the next week just watching them all i was like yeah, yeah. fucking awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> just because like we're following that community as well it does just feel like you know it comes in like this wave of like oh my god i can't ignore it sometimes but yeah. um i don't know i like it i like getting swept up in that it feels exciting yeah like you say when yeah. you think about the times when it was like oh well if andy or knobs hasn't done a demo then I, I'm not going to hear it, you know? <laughs> like, I'm just going right. to I'm gonna read like the description the, the gambling, and take a chance. Yeah. yeah. Or I'm going to hear some dude with, like, phone camera audio, like, play yeah. through an amp that's, like, 10 feet away. Yeah. yeah. That was, whenever yeah. I've, like, wanted to buy amps and I've tried to look into it, I'm just like, oh, great. There's some, like, some old guy with a fucking Les Paul playing this, like, boutique amp. But, yeah, like you say, through, like, a digital camera or, like, an <laughs> iPhone 7 or something. You know, like... Something old and just it's like, like 360p cool. in 2023. You're like, how yeah. did you even <laughs> yeah. like manage that? I feel You've like that's out a, of your way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like with the whole like big video release thing when a pedal drops, like you know, people can complain and be like, oh, there's too many things. Like, but it, I feel like it's such a luxury to have, especially like like you say, compared to like amping guitar demos because. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't find the variety of, like, music styles that you can with, like, Mm -hmm. pedal demos. So, like, yeah, there's 20 videos, but, like, there's, like, guys doing blues and guys doing shoegaze and Mm -hmm. indie and noise and whatever. So, like, I feel like if you're a certain genre or whatever, like, there's at least one video for you, you know? Yeah. Hmm. I agree. I always think as well, like, you don't have to watch them. Yeah, right? Like, no one's forcing you. (laughs) Yeah. That's, like... Same with like people are like, oh, you know, it's Too another, expensive. yeah, it's another X type of pedal. Like, you don't have to buy it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no one's <laughs> yeah. making you, dude. Like, calm you down. Can mark yourself safe from this new reverb <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Right. Or like, my favorite is like when people like comment on your video and they're like, uh, can you play some solos? And it's like, <laughs> dude, there's like 10 other videos where guys are like shredding, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, you don't want to hear me play it. I can do it. But you... Yeah, you don't want yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, whenever I've like had my daily dose of doubting myself and I'm like, maybe I should try this. Maybe I should do it like this. I'm like, you, it doesn't sound good. Like, you don't mm. have to do that. Like, just do the thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do the thing. Or it's like, sometimes you want to and I like, I'll try it. Like, I'm like, I'll throw a solo here and there, you know, just like for myself you know it's like okay i I just felt like doing this in the moment and it's like every time i hear it after i'm like okay i'll stick to my uh stick to my (laughs) chords and my like jangly indie (laughs) arpeggio bullshit (laughs) i've been thinking about doing a solo for about 10 years now um and i don't think (laughs) any song i've ever written has had the opportunity for me to do it so maybe this year will be the year i don't know yeah 10 years of anticipation is a pretty long time. (laughs) Exactly. Well, yeah, it's got to be good now. It's going to be November rain. (laughs) I I love to, like, I love to shred. I'm I'm not, like, amazing at it or anything, but I've never played in a band where I've been able to do it. Like, Mm. it's it's like every band I've ever played in, it would be so 
wrong and so ugly to do it. And I would just always do it in practice. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm never going to do it. <laughs> just one of those you definitely things, should. Yeah. No, never. Please do. <laughs> I'm like the kind of person who like when I play with people, I'm like, I don't want to stand out. I'm like, you know, like there's like the meme of people like turning their amps up all like yeah. increasingly loud to like get over people. I'm like turning my amp down. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. is it good? Like we're yeah. we're in the mix good, right? Like I'm not standing out too much. <laughs> we just turned out a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know what you mean. Mm. You never want to be the person who's like obnoxiously loud over everybody else. Right. Right. Even in like. Like I used to get big like guitar store anxiety, you know, like yeah. going to try uh, a guitar yeah, I mean, and I like yeah. I have the amp on like 0.5 volume and I'm like <laughs> I think I can hear it. That's pretty yeah. good. So mm. it sounds kind of blown out. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, "God, this guitar sounds real thin." It's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're hearing the string noise." <laughs> yeah. Really jangly. Mm. <laughs> oh, I totally took us on a tangent then. Where uh so you got the dagger? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've got the dagger. So I'm kind of like between dagger and the OB and E excess. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Which is so freaking cool. Like, I got it on a whim on like they did like a Black Friday like mm-hmm. colorway, you know. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was good. That. Like, oh my god, you put a special color colorway out and like a pedal that I was like, oh that's cool. I'll check it out sometime. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I have to, I have to have it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm the, I'm the, I'm that person. So they're, they're killing it with their colorways at the moment. They well. are. Yeah. They are. Yeah. So I got like this cool like light blue pink combo. Nice. And yeah, I like. I've been doing like the because you can run co- the chorus in parallel with the with mm-hmm. the distortion, and I like the amount of clarity that I'm getting like with full heavy distortion, and then you run the like the delay on like a really short thing or like the chorus mm-hmm. mode is like. I don't know. It's like it's getting me to play different styles of music, which is like as much as people are like, oh, pedals are like tools and whatever. It's mm-hmm. like I find different pedals like inspire you to play differently or like something that I wouldn't have thought of if I didn't play with the pedal. Oh, yeah. yeah. And definitely like the excess is one of those where I'm like, wow, I don't think like I ever wanted to play like that. But I'm like, <laughs> it's like making me think differently about I don't know. Like, oh, it's a very musical pedal, right? Like, it's, yeah, super. I know what you mean with the, especially with the like the running things in parallel and the like fifths thing on it as well. It like, I just all of those routing options really does something. It does something to the way you play. I don't know. <laughs> and, and, yeah, I feel the same way. <laughs> it's it's like a pretty like you don't see it very often. Like I guess in the eighties you'd have seen it more often. Like the combination of chorus and chorus and rat distortion or but it is like kind of an unusual it's it's weird when i think about it now because i'm like i'm trying to think of just anyone else who's merging those i guess the new fuzz chorus did it oh, and yeah. i had like a wet wet you could just distort the wet was quite cool but yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's quite a, a, a rare mix which is odd because you'd think like you know, the pedal world at the minute, people are like, there's so many pedals, like they're coming out all the time. And then you're like, oh, well, what else is doing this? And you can't think of one. Yeah. Right. And it makes it easy for me because I'm lazy. It's like, okay, I don't want to run a parallel signal (laughs) chain. You know how many cables that is? Mm. Like, Oh, yeah. No. (laughs) It sucks. And it's so much space doing the whole like parallel thing. As fun Mm. as it is. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Very fun. But yeah. I remember when they, 
I always wanted to try the V1 of the XS because Julian Baker was running it on. Yeah, Hover. yeah. That's the first time I like saw it being used in real yeah. life. And I was like, mm. oh, it's Julian Baker. Like, it yeah. must be good. <laughs> Gotta be good. Yeah. I was like instantly like, cool. Well, I want that real bad now. Mm. <laughs> right. And then uh, I got the V2 as well. And I, I was just like, yeah, this is sick. I need to use it's it. It's good. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, but yeah, okay. So XS and then. I kind of want to put like something weird on there just for like fun for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And like usually my go-to weird pedal is like the Boss DD6, mm-hmm. which oh, I guess yeah. you don't think of as like weird, no. but it's like you know you can do like the stutter stuff, and it's got like this oh, yeah. cool warp, the warp function. Mode. But I guess the okay, so this is kind of my thing. The two the RE202 has a warp function now, which like mm-hmm. I haven't even mm-hmm. gotten to that. Like I haven't even used it yet. <laughs> Same. And I'm like, it's like <laughs> one of my favorites on the DD6. So why am I not using it on the tw- on the 202? But mm. whatever. I like the form factor of the DD6 because it's like you just turn a knob and it's just there. And like, yeah, the, the boss foot switches are so good. So mm. satisfying. They're so good. Yeah, mm. and easy. They're hard to miss as well. You can just very safely just like stomp in that general direction. Yeah, you know yeah. it's turning on. <laughs> like, and you can like stomp super hard too. Yeah, mm. and it will just push back. There's like, yeah. no worry because I've like, I'm sure everybody's had this where you like stomp on a regular pedal, and it can just if you hit it slightly the wrong way, it will just go like, and just fly off. <laughs> I had this the other day, but yeah, never with a boss. Yeah, no, or like with those soft switches sometimes, like that engage when you like lift your foot up. Is mm. that? Is that how they work? I don't know. But like sometimes I'll like it'll turn on real quick and then turn off. Oh, we do like a quick double tap or something. Yeah. Or when it's like momentary or something and it thinks like you're trying to like just press do it, it for momentarily. A bit. Yeah. Yeah. I just prefer the old school. Even if I've got a click, I prefer it to, I don't know. I, I can't, I don't have enough toe control to be able to. <laughs> differentiate between you know like the earthquake switch it's like such a cool idea but my feet just don't work like that i can't maybe if um, i took them out of the shoes i'm dying at toe control i'm sorry that's so funny. i'm imagining like okay big toe for this pedal pinky toe for the chase bliss because it's like oh you know. yeah dainty on my mood middle one's doing the dip switches on the chase bliss as well it's got to get really oh. that's I mean, that would be horrible, but there would definitely be an audience for that if I started doing yeah. demos. Right, I'm going to write that down, actually. Right, I've got my t-shirt design. Free feet demos. <laughs> I think I'd have to be behind, like, a password or something, because if you weren't expecting it, it would just really upset quite a lot of people. Yeah, I think a lot of people who aren't keen on feet would probably... <laughs> yeah. You probably have, like... <laughs> a lot of people who are like, gross, I won't watch that. And then, uh, weirdly, a lot of people who are like, yeah, this is my jam. Yeah, yeah. Gross, and gross, can I have that specific pedal, please? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Gross. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, moving All on right. from feet. Yeah. DD, DD6, DD6. Yeah, DD6. Whoa. But then I was like, the, okay, the <laughs> next pedal I'm going to get is going to be the Red Panda Tensor. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, mm. yeah. Yeah, as soon as I got the money for it, I'm getting it. Because, like, it's got the looper, which is, mm-hmm. like, the one thing about the DD6, it's got, like, a f- six-second looper or something like that, which is, like, yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, the little, like, glitchy things you can do where you just, like, do, like, the Nick Reinhardt thing where you, like, press it real quick and it just stutters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes, like, like, I'm so into looping, or I guess I used to be more so, but, like, 
where I like to like have it as like a practice tool. So I feel like the longer time on the tensor is cool. Mm-hmm. Cause I can get like the, the long looping times and then the, the super short glitchy kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which is like, yeah. And then like the reverse stuff. I love reverse. Oh, it's great. Yeah. And you can do the whole, like the speed, I think it's the speed control changing the way it, you can like go so incrementally through the reverse as well. You can get such weird, mm. cool textures and being, what I really liked about it was being able to change the foot switches between momentary and latch. So you can just do really micro glitchy kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. Just crazy. Such a great pedal. I mean, everything they make is awesome, but Tensor, I feel like it's, yeah, crazy musical and similar to the, like you say, the DD6 kind of stuff. Very easy to use. Well, once you, once you learn once you learn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> easy to use at a point <laughs> you're right <laughs> yeah oh, cool. I, I, I like those pedals that are like complicated on the surface but once you actually get started they're like more intuitive than you think mm-hmm. like i feel like yeah. chase bliss pedals are that way where you're like oh wow that's like so many knobs and then you've got all the dip switches and whatever yeah but then once you actually take the time to like just sit down with the manual for like five minutes you're like oh the dip switches are not that complicated like yeah Half mm. of it just changes like how the knob functions one time. It's not like you're like, yeah. oh, let me just like you know look up the alternate function and press and hold the two foot switches at the same time. <laughs> then I turn the knob and then it's something different. It's like okay, it's not like that. That's, that's so true, especially with like mood is just so like intuitive. Once you like learn, like say five minutes of the manual. And so it drives me crazy when people are like, no, I got my mood and I sold it like three days later because it just. I don't get it. I'm like, did you do? Chase Bliss should definitely sell read the fucking manual shirts like that. Yeah. Would. Yes. yeah. And, and now they've got like beautiful. really beautiful manuals. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine's, I, I see... just have this one like right here. Is yeah, that the generation so cool. lost one? This is the mood one, but like. The mood one. The gen lost one. It's amazing. The design is so good. When we were recording with Joe, I was literally just like, I wasn't even paying attention to what we were doing. I was just reading through the booklet like, <laughs> what well, is so much more effort than I've ever put into anything in my life. It makes um, like, I feel like years ago it would have been like, oh, the Apple product, the Apple experience is beautiful. But I feel like yeah. the Chase Bliss experience shits all over the Apple experience. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's got like character and colors and personality. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. like the whole, like, especially I feel like they're just better than ever right now with the box, yeah. the pins, the manuals, the like mm-hmm. stickers, the rebrand was awesome. Like, yeah. Yeah. And like the t-shirts they were doing for a little while with like the, the little visual, like inside the pedal, there's like a little apartment with like a yeah. music studio. Oh, it's so cute. I love it. Mm. I love that. Well, that's like, that's a pretty yeah crazy board. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're going to figure it out and see what works, but I'm excited, like, finally getting to record music with, like, so I have, like, it's weird because I went from, like, bedroom everything, like, no, I had no friends who played instruments, like, I was just doing my own thing in my room, to all of a sudden now I've got, like, three projects kind of in the works. (laughs) Oh, cool, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I'm just trying to have fun, like, one of them is just, like, with some friends that, like, I knew um, this friend in middle school, and then I ran into her recently, and she's like, we ran into each other at uh, the guitar store. And I was like, yo, I didn't know you played guitar. And she's like, she's like, oh, yeah, I just picked it up like, you know, four years ago. And I'm like, dude, we should start a band. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I've been looking to start a band for so long. 
Oh, it's meant and to it's, be. Like, yeah, yeah, everything just aligned perfectly. And like we were super mm. close in middle school and it's like, you know, we just like college and we went to different places, but like Yeah. Yeah, so we're kind of like starting that up and like figuring it out as we go cuz none of us have, you know, done it before. Mm. So mm. it's kind of an interesting thing cuz like I've definitely like got my own way that I like approach writing songs or like thinking about ideas and stuff. Yeah. And she's got like the complete opposite approach. Like I'm very like feel it out, like just like play whatever. And if something sticks, like, okay, let's work. Let's like build mm-hmm. off of that singular idea. But she's like so wicked smart with like theory <laughs> and stuff. And she'll like pick out a chord and tell you exactly what it is. And I'm like, I, I don't know. It's like, I'm like, yeah, it's a B chord with like the finger on, on, on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good that you've got the opposite, you know, to bounce against. Because if you were both thinking about it the same way, I guess it could still work. But it's like opposites, I think, make it a lot more interesting. Yeah. Um, especially with like playing the same instrument as the other person. I guess if the drums were like, I'm going to do the complete opposite to what you're doing, I think my mind would just <laughs> melt in on itself. But what sort of stuff is it? Like shoegazy? So we're leaning more toward like indie pop, I want to say. Like we both. We both love um, like Boy Genius and mm-hmm. um, oh, what was the band? Uh, she listens to a lot of Daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so she's gotten me into that a little bit, which I think is super cool. They they had a new album recently, and I was like, like there's um, their song Dandelion. Like you can hear the guy uses a uh, I think it's like a Maleko Charlie Foxtrot. Oh, yeah. which like is just a wild pedal mm. and i've like never really heard people use it but like on that song i'm like oh that's the fox trot you know <laughs> <laughs> i do you know i love when you can like pick stuff out like that oh yeah, right? like, yeah. You, i feel like i can hear like a chase bliss habit on stuff for sure and, right um, like i'm so deep into pedals that i'm like listening to music i'm like that's a microcosm <laughs> yeah oh mm. yeah that's a big one as well you can definitely be like it's very signature sound i feel like it was the same way when everyone was using like a big sky and a timeline and stuff blue sky was everywhere every single show you'd be like you'd hear you'd be in the other room and you'd hear it come on you're like i know what's on that person's pedal board (laughs) (laughs) it's my favorite game it shows yeah (laughs) (laughs) i was wondering why you never open your eyes you're just like oh what could it be like a a pedal game show like guess that pedal yeah Yeah. oh my god that would actually would do that doing that at shows yeah (laughs) <laughs> that's gonna ruin my show tomorrow yeah. can anybody guess what reader I'm using? yeah no try again i'm not playing it till you guess yeah yeah oh, it's a swan hunter dude that pedal's so good mm. that's the one thing i'm like i want to make room for these like cool champion lecky pedals like the mm-hmm. the uh what's the other one the the kilter is oh, that yeah. the yeah. the one that like mixes it's like an a b y but it like can do like a tremolo between both sides yeah mm-hmm. oh that, that is so crazy cool. it is really cool such a good idea as well and, and willie's always, just sound yeah he's yeah. great yeah. i always wanted to try the skitter that's oh that's the, not, i think that's my favorite one the re, is that reverb tremolo yeah yeah tremolo. but it's like you, you would think like reverb tremolo is like whatever you know like the flint does that amps do yeah. that whatever but like i don't know the way Wooly does his pedals i feel like there's always like that little extra twist that's like, wait, what? Like, you can put yeah. this, like, literally off kilter. Like, mm-hmm. that is so cool. And it has a knob called something 
Right, Absolutely. the labels. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, I yeah. love that. <laughs> <laughs> Swan Hunter has been crazy. I put it on my board. Like he sent, I got one and uh, I tried it out. I was like, okay, I got to take this to practice. And then I tried it. I was like, damn, this is staying on. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So I love the uh, the ducking reverb. Mm-hmm. Like before yeah, you run right. it, like before all your distortion and stuff. It's so cool. Such a cool sound. And it's a sound you don't really hear that often either. So it's like almost like a don't want to use the term showstopper because that sounds a bit strange but it's the kind of thing where people would be like what is what's doing that you know it's, yeah um, i wouldn't be able to guess well i guess i would now but uh <laughs> if i'd have heard it at a show i wouldn't have been able to guess what was on the pedal board doing that yeah his dunch was really good as well i feel like that yeah kind of just even though he'd like talked about it a lot and prototyped it it still just kind of like came out of nowhere and was just like oh shit this is good <laughs> Yeah, like the EQ section is like, mm-hmm. what the heck? <laughs> yeah, the way he did that was so cool. Mm-hmm. And he's teasing the uh, the skitzy, which is like oh, bitter woozy combo. Yeah. Like, oh my god, that's going to be so cool. Yeah, I'm excited mm. for that. Yeah. I don't know how he cooks all this shit up. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. And it's like one after another. It's like, yeah. <laughs> mad scientist mm. over here. Oh, for sure. <laughs> we should talk about well, we should obviously talk about your demos. What mm. what made you start wanting to make videos for pedals? Take us back. So, okay. So, like I said, I was just playing in my bedroom for, like, so long. So, mm. I was, like, online a lot because that was my only outlet to talk about pedals mm. and stuff. Because, like, I don't really remember, like, how I got into pedals as deep as I have but <laughs> um yeah i used to go on like reddit guitar pedals a ton that was like my go-to place when it had like i don't know ten thousand members so it was mm-hmm. really small compared mm-hmm. to like the gear page or whatever but yeah. um yeah i used to go on there a ton and that's how i would learn about new pedals and like you'd hear about things that were like totally like small sound big sound you know it's like small builder one guy doing yeah. cool stuff um but yeah so like I would, you know, buy all these cool boutique pedals. And I was, like, super into, like, selling and trading, like, when I got into pedals at first. Like, I would just, like, buy a pedal, try it out, try to maybe see if I could trade it for something else that I wanted. And that's how Mm -hmm. I, like, got to try a bunch of cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, but then I was like, oh, like, a lot of these don't have sound bites or videos. And I was like, well, I'd like to, like, help people who are, like, want to have this pedal but don't have you know money to spend to just try it out you know Mm -hmm. so um yeah i started making like some video clips about like not necessarily like demos but just like here's how i'm using it this is a sound that i like out of it you know just to see like maybe someone else who plays the same style as me could find this helpful and that's kind of how it started and i've always liked like videos and like making videos and like Mm -hmm. being creative like visually like that too so it was kind of cool to combine like two things that I really liked. Um, mm. So, yeah. Were you doing the visuals from the, from the get-go then? Was that straight yeah, it in kind that of, sort of uh, style? I think I started out basically doing, like, the knobs thing, like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. camera down, you know, like, you got, like, a like a wood plank background or whatever, and yeah. just, like, like, playing and twisting the knobs, like, as I was going mm-hmm. and, like, showing my favorite settings. But then... Um, my friend Brian, he used to be called Pedal Friends on YouTube. Okay, um, yeah. But yeah, he was doing, uh, he did like the Photoshop graphics 
um, where he'd like, you know, do take a picture of the pedal and then mock it up mm-hmm. in Photoshop and then do it that way. Yeah. And I really liked how like simple it was. Cause like dealing with video is like a different skill set, Right. And then it's like, you got to edit the video. It takes up space on your computer. Like my camera had like a nine minute recording limit. So I'd have to be super careful about like, Oh my gosh, the camera stopped recording and I was in the middle <laughs> of something cool. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Right. And I'm like, I love Photoshop. Like, that's like one of my favorite programs to mess around in. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I try like the, the the graphics thing and see how like what that's like. So, yeah, I started doing that and it was like so much easier than like setting up my whole camera stuff because I I have like a super tiny room. So like I'd have to like take down all my stuff after and just like having to go and set up stuff kept me from doing more you know like when like the barrier to entry is like oh i gotta spend 10 minutes like setting this up Mm -hmm. yeah so it just made it a lot easier to do Mm. recording and just like be like oh i feel like doing this so i'm just gonna go do it that's cool that makes total sense i'm like thinking now i i I have to set up and break down every time i do stuff as well and it it really does stop you doing it (laughs) you're right when you know that you have to set everything up and clean up and everything and i'm just Mm -hmm. like oh my god it's the same thing. It's like when they're like, oh, put your guitar on a stand. Don't leave it in a case because you're more likely to walk by and just pick it up for five minutes. Yeah. Or whatever. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's odd. I'd, have th- I'd have thought that was some sort of, you know, grand plans as like st- uh, sort of stand out from the crowd of, of demos that are going on. But it's interesting that it's sort of just developed organically into that format because you've, you've started sort of integrating uh i guess traditional like video playing in front of a camera sort of stuff now but that graphic style is still like framing everything and holds it all together it's um it's cool to see it like just naturally develop into that i think yeah and it's like it's funny because like i went to school for animation so like i'm super into like the graphics illustration Mm -hmm. and like doing that kind of stuff so it kind of like naturally evolved into like, oh, you know, I could use some animation in here and like use my yeah. my skill set that I'm building from school and stuff and try out different programs. Like I got into like After Effects and Premiere mm-hmm. and stuff. So like I'm trying to in- integrate like more actual like animation. Um, like I did like hand-drawn animation, you know, like frame by frame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, school kind of burnt me out on that a little bit. So like I didn't mm-hmm. do it for a while, but now I'm kind of like trying to reframe my mindset. It's like, this is something that I do for fun and to create, like to create art when it's like, when I'm burned out creatively with music, then I can just switch over mm-hmm. to this other thing. And it kind of like refreshes me. So like getting to combine it all into like one video is like super cool. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I, I, yeah. I, I think it's just cause, um, Obviously, we like go. I, I try and like go over everything before we do these episodes because I'm so professional so and pro. stuff, but <laughs> ultra pro. But I, I just think it's like a super refreshing approach to a pedal demo. And the fact that you've mm-hmm. got like, um, you know, it's not just like, here's the pedal and I'm playing guitar through it. You've got like the signal chain and yeah. like different ways of approaching that, which seems like a, it seems like a really obvious thing to do, but I, I haven't. I haven't seen that at all. No, Am I oblivious? I, no, Simon, I, you might know better than me. And I think like what I really like, always liked about your demos as well, is you would like do multiple things panned. So it's like, yeah. you know, I'm like basically digesting three lots of information at once. 
rather than mm. having to be like you know and as much as i like sitting and watching a long form video or whatever sometimes i'm just like show me show me what i need to know do i need yeah. to buy this <laughs> yeah and like yeah that that's definitely a very cool feature of it and i think like your art style as well it like you know it would it could be nobody else you know you would see your video mm-hmm. and it, you wouldn't mistake it for somebody else which is like oh, you know it's that's in, it's invaluable you know you mm. can't like you can't force that oh so that's, that's very nice. cool yeah yeah it kind of like started out because i was like i like initially it was more like just do the straight ahead demo like here's the pedal here's what it sounds like Mm -hmm. good to go you know it's like and that's like super helpful when you're just like i just want to know what this pedal sounds like Mm -hmm. but i was like who uses like an overdrive by itself all the time like most people are adding reverb like a lot of guitarists use like delay a lot Mm-hmm, so I was mm-hmm. like, and, and, you know, people question like, oh, it sounds cool by itself, but when you stack it, it, does it get mushy? Does it like, yeah. mm-hmm. like, you know, how does it work with a buffer in front of it or whatever? So that was kind of like my motivation to start like combining more pedals is that like a lot of demos like early on, especially like weren't stacking stuff or like how I would oh, do no. it, you know? Mm. But like nowadays I feel like there's like quite a few people, especially the people that do the, uh, like an intro song. Mm-hmm. we're like yeah. like ambient trash like oh yeah. my god i'm yeah. so jealous of this guy like his playing and like i'm like oh his my riff. gosh oh my like oh, yeah, i'm like great. when i grow up i want to play like <laughs> ambient trash yeah, yeah. <laughs> his yeah his riffs are so great and they're just he's that so perfect good. mix of like post hardcore and i know that he would be like well i just love title fight but it's, it's <laughs> yeah. so much it's so much more than that yeah mm. he's great yeah like every riff is like a banger and i'm like how do yeah. you yeah <laughs> those are like danger demos to watch right <laughs> yeah oh he's he's good and beautiful video as well mm-hmm. mm. yeah i'm trying to like so i've yeah i've been incorporating like a little more like of the actual video into my mm-hmm. thing like with me playing mm. and so i'm like now i'm kind of like okay how can i make these like look a little better so yeah. i'm yeah. like oh maybe i should get like a light just like even one light would be good yeah. rather than like using my gross like you know, desk light. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. like you said, like, it's a whole, like, it's a whole nother skill. The whole, you know, the whole video side of it is like, I spent a long time trying to learn how to even make it look half decent to like, you know, when we're like people that we're like, we're musicians, you know, we're doing these mm-hmm. demos because we like to play and we like to explain what we're doing. And then to add all of that side to it and like the whole, social media side as well it's just like oh my god it's a whole nother mm-hmm. yeah like a what a world. weird mix of skill sets to like create this like really niche or yeah. like it's so <laughs> weird you know yeah, yeah when you take a step back and look at it it's like what is this <laughs> like right. how did we end up here <laughs> right <laughs> oh, yeah crazy. and it's like yeah it's like a really big part of like my enjoyment of music because like honestly i don't think without like getting into pedals and stuff that i would actually be creating like music you know because i got Mm. into guitar because i was like i just want to like cover some cool songs you know i'm just like using it as like Mm -hmm. a you know come home after a long day and i can turn my brain off and just do whatever i want like Mm. kind of taking guitar like passively in a way where Mm -hmm. it's like i like i'll get better as i go but i'm not gonna like spend you know like i'm not gonna stress about being like oh i'm not as good as i thought i would be after a year and whatever like 
kind of just taking it as it comes. So like doing the whole pedal thing kind of is what got me into creating like my own music. Well, that's awesome. Mm. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just, I mean, that's, they are like those like inspirational objects a lot of the time. And it's, uh, it's nice when they do that rather than just, you know, they more often than not sit on people's shelves, <laughs> not, <laughs> yeah. not being used. That's, that's the other thing that, uh, like me and Simon were talking about uh, before we started was like, where would you even like start? Cause you've got like quite a few different formats to the, to the way that you'll do a demo. Like how does that start? Like, are you just recording a track and then working from that or have you got it all planned out beforehand? Is it? Um, it used to be more like I would just get a pedal and just improv and just record mm-hmm every single piece of improv and like layer songs like that and it's like whatever it turned out to be was what it was so it's like Mm -hmm. i didn't know if it was gonna like be cool or not cool until like i finished the song or then then, like chop it up and be like oh this idea was cool okay keep that part and chop the rest of that take Mm -hmm. whatever so like i still like doing stuff that way but recently i've like been a little more mindful about like okay how would i approach writing an actual song like how would i Mm -hmm. write a verse and how would i transition that into a chorus so, like, I'm getting kind of, like, the practice in by, like, oh, I, I have a pedal demo to do. I'll practice, you know, like, making, yeah. like, I want to make something that's, like, more mellow today. Or I want to have something that leaves more space for, like, if I wanted to ever add vocals. Like, so I'm, like, <laughs> it's kind of selfishly, like, using these pedal demos to, like, practice <laughs> musical things for myself. It's a good It's a good outlet to do that, though. Like, I've definitely written riffs in a demo and been like, well, I'm keeping that. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I'm using that. (laughs) But I think it's also like for people watching the demos, it's like pretty useful to know that it's not just like throwaway stuff for you. You are like, you know, using the pedals to make music, which is, well, I'd assume that's what everyone wants to do. If if you didn't, yeah, it'd be quite strange, I guess. But (laughs) yeah, I I think that it it gives it some sort of like... um, I don't know the word would be really. It's, it's, there's like a real significance to the fact that you're like making actual songs with stuff. I think that yeah. like resonates with with an audience, or at least it would do with me. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think any way of showing stuff off in a musical fashion like that is like mm-hmm. you know it's so much easier to latch onto that than, than just an E chord or just a yeah. you know a just a yeah. Whatever. And it's kind of like it's kind of like almost the self indulgent thing because you're like like ian talked about this on his thing where you like have a format Mm -hmm. and then people really like it but you get tired of it because you've just been doing it it's so like familiar or whatever that you feel like changing it and maybe people don't necessarily jive with what you're changing because they're like oh what you're doing before Mm -hmm. was perfect you know Yeah. yeah but yeah i don't know like that's i mean i'm getting a little tired of like okay here's here's pedal here's graphic here's like yeah you know and especially like i hate to say it but like the whole like like my, I feel like my main platform is YouTube, but like Instagram is like a huge part of like this pedal industry. I feel like yeah. as far as people finding out about new things and whatever, like that seeing a small clip will take them to YouTube to research it more. Um, so like in thinking about like Instagram, you know, like my videos that are just like a static picture of a pedal and the settings don't change until like you know thirty seconds into the video is like not very captivating because. Mm-hmm. Like either people think it's just like a picture with no audio or it's like, okay, there's not anything to like visually keep me, keep my attention span mm-hmm. on this. So like, I'm trying to kind of think more of like, how can I make 
like take my existing format and like keep it well first of all fun for me to like keep me on my toes you know like do something new and interesting and like learn a new skill like video but also like stay true to like i know people like the graphics and i love doing them so i want to like find that perfect balance of like I don't know, something that works for both kind of platforms. Cause like, I mean, initially, like I didn't even have Instagram. It was like, after I started my pedals, my pedal stuff, like my friend was like, Oh, you should make an Instagram and like post it on there. And I was like, Oh, Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's but then I, yeah, but then I feel like it's the, it's a necessary thing now. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's true. And it's the thing. The only thing I like about Instagram, cause I'm just, I was the same. Like I, I deleted all of my social media. And then when I started doing pedal stuff, I got it again. And the thing that I've liked about it is like the people that I've met through it or the, yeah. uh, the people that I've kind of connected with over it. It's yeah. This podcast been... wouldn't exist otherwise. Yeah. I literally met you on Instagram. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's odd to so, say met on Instagram, but yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's, true. it's weird. I think it's like as well in my head, like Instagram exists as like, I really like the communication side, but posts wise, it's like you post something and within 24 hours, it's just sort of like lost. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It's just right. gone. Whereas like, I feel like at least with YouTube, like things stay there and it's like someone at any point could go, Oh, I wonder what this sounds like. And they can search for it and then your video can pop up. So it's like, you've got a bit more of a lifespan with YouTube, but then I guess it's, not quite as um not quite as organic how you like stumble across like a new creator or something you'd have to almost be looking for it beforehand maybe yeah Mm. yeah i i honestly like have no idea how instagram works i'm like i'm like i'll just like post my youtube stuff on there and whatever and i was like but i do like how it like okay you post something and then like three days later like no one sees it and it's like okay this is going to be my platform for like my stupid shit posts. Like exactly. <laughs> I want to yeah, make yeah. something super just like weird and put it on there. And then people will forget about it in a couple mm. days. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice way to look at it. It's sort of like, it's going to get buried. So does it matter that much? Just don't it, stress yeah. out about it. Like, yeah. Right. Mm, like, it. yeah, in a way it's like a little more low. St- I mean, not for everybody, but like for me yeah. taking no. it, like not as my main thing, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like more of a low stress, like casual, like interacting with like cool people. and having cool conversations yeah also what's difficult i've had the same thing where i've tried to turn my youtube stuff into instagram and i feel like Mm -hmm. i'm just trying to avoid making double the amount of content (laughs) like like i don't i don't like shooting stuff Mm -hmm. vertical like yeah i'm like gross No, I'm like stubborn i'm like whatever it's a horizontal video it's going up (laughs) same and like then I don't, I do all my stuff too close up so that if I try and take a horizontal clip of it, it just looks weird. So I'm just, yeah, same. I just upload them the same way. I'm like, just, just deal with it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I don't want to do double the amount of work just for Instagram. (laughs) Right. But I admire Mm. the people that do. It's like, oh, oh, they shoot in 4k for the video so they can zoom it in for Instagram. I'm like, yeah, that's brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's, Great that they want to do it, but I definitely am not going to do that. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the 4D chess move. Mm. <laughs> and what's what's your like setup for your demo? Do you use an amp or are you using like an Iridium or something? What's your situation? Yeah, so I use um, my go-to is Fender Princeton Reverb. 
Mm-hmm. So I've got nice. that mic'd up with a Sennheiser mic that drapes right over. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to like have extra space for like a little mic stand. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. But like the, okay. The thing about me is that's like, I usually play clean all the time. Like, cause I don't have mm-hmm. the luxury of like being able to turn up super loud mm-hmm. and like get the amp actually like cooking. Mm-hmm. So like I am playing like at technically, but be- like, probably a little louder than bedroom volume. Yeah. So that's like one thing where it's like, I know where people will be like, Oh, you did the fuzz pedal, but it sounds super different from like, say like demos in the dark demo or like someone using like a ox box or something where they can like have like a cool, like actually overdriven amp tone. Mm. And I think it's like on one level, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I know this fuzz pedal was meant to be run into like a hot amp and it's whatever. (laughs) But it's also like, okay, I've kind of settled with the idea that's like a lot of people play in their bedrooms. Like a lot of Mm -hmm. pedal enthusiasts are bedroom players and that's totally cool. And it's like, if you just want to get a sound that works for you in your bedroom, like I'm kind of like that person where it's like, this is how it's going to sound in your bedroom, you know? Yeah. And that's a very useful thing to have as well. Like you say, I think predominantly... It's people, and even if people do play in bands or whatever, they're not usually not cranking their amps real loud at home. Mm-hmm. It's like we were talking about earlier as well, where at one point on YouTube, all you could find was old men playing blues riffs, you know, recorded with a phone camera, and that doesn't really help you when you're when you're playing like what anything other than ACDC cover songs is. It doesn't really um, shine any light for you. Like you don't you don't see it in the context that would be useful so i think having it playing through like a bedroom volume i think is actually super useful because Mm. loads of people would want to know how a pedal works at that uh sort of decibel level Mm. yeah Yeah. and you know a lot of people would be like oh if you're not it's like it's not there's like a weird gatekeepy thing where it's like oh it's not valid unless you're doing it for a band and you're making money off of it or whatever Mm -hmm. But, like, there's so many musicians who are just, like, they only have time to be in their bedroom and whatever. And, like, maybe they just want to get into a little recording. And it's, like, yeah, I can only turn up my amp to one right now because, like, Mm -hmm. people are sleeping. My roommate's here or whatever. Like, so, yeah, I feel like there's, like, a, like, as much as I would want to, like, get some sort of, like, cab sim situation going Mm -hmm. on. It's, like, okay, I feel like I found my little, like corner of the internet where it's like Mm -hmm. this is what i do and maybe some people like are like oh okay that's exactly my same situation Mm -hmm. yeah so and if it works and yeah and it's always cool to see like people using amps as well because so many people do use like an iridium or an oxbox or whatever Mm -hmm. which is like again no shade on it it sounds great but it's also cool to have the other you know the other side Mm -hmm. of it and see some people using amps and stuff which is cool yeah, I like. I definitely would still like want to try it, and if like my living mm. situation changes, it might be like absolutely necessary. <laughs> but oh, yeah. Mm. but yeah, it's like for now, I'm like I, I get to enjoy like actually hearing the sound like in the room, which I'm like, oh, I love that. Like, yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah, well, that's a good Sick. setup. I was interested, and totally okay if you don't want to go into it. But what kind of time frame does it take for you to get the art together for your demos? Because I feel like it must be so time consuming. Like it's, I mean, because they they come out so nice. I'm like, that must take forever. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, like in the beginning, initially, it was like easier to do the whole like graphic representation because it was like, oh, all I got to do is take, you know, search the pedal online, find the picture, use the freaking easy Photoshop, you know, magic wand tool, take out the background, boom, I'm done. Like, but now it's like, especially for pedals that are like going to be released, I'm like, oh, I got, I got to take a picture of myself and I got to edit this. <laughs> and like, my camera skills are not great. So I'll like take a super crappy picture of a pedal and be like, oh, I hope I can make it look good. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I spend like a lot of time now like <laughs> color correcting like the picture I take with like my, like, you know, yellow LED bulb. And so like, I got to <laughs> yeah. color correct it to like the actual color of the pedal. And then I got to like, like some of the knobs, like it, it like when a builder uses knobs that are like, you know, like they're circles, but they have that little, that little point, the Davies knob, is that what they're called? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, oh my God, that's so much extra work because when I cut the knob <laughs> out and I like use the Photoshop thing oh, to like, yeah, rotate yeah. It, you know, it like it default rotates in the center. And so when the knobs have the little point, it changes the center to like further up. So when I rotate it, the knob actually like twists. Uh, around weird and so i've just been extra time on those to like get them to look centered and nice every time i show a new setting Mm. and i'm like oh my god i know this one's gonna just take like another three hours because (laughs) because of that you know (laughs) that's the time consuming bit (laughs) yeah but it's like i would say like usually 10 hours is like an average time Mm -hmm. like Mm. Sometimes they take up to like 20 hours, but it, it's just because like I like to spend time like when I'm doing like the intro song, song, like I said, is like a lot of it's for me. So it's like, yeah, I'm OK spending, you know, eight hours or whatever just to like be like, oh, when I listen to the song later, I want to be like, yeah, like I made something that was like kind of cool, you know, so yeah. so it's like I do take my time on things that like I guess are like don't make that big of a difference, but like. For myself, I want to look back and be like, oh, I made that. Or I want to see, like, like I can look back at something and be like, oh, this was my mindset when I was creating that. And I didn't like it at the time, but I'm like, actually, that was kind of that was kind of sick. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I know what you mean with the, the intro song thing. Like, sometimes I feel like, and you might get this too, like, you'll get it on the first try and you're just like, yep, this is cool. Like, I'm happy with this. I did one for the, the MAE Park Garden GE. And I did five different intro songs before. I, and I got to, I was like, cool, I've spent like two whole days doing this, but I'm happy now. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's, that feeling it, of accomplishment after is worth all the time you like something yeah. to it. Yeah. When you just like finish an entire song, then you're like, well, I'm going to delete this right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do like two songs. And cause like the first one, I was like, it's fine. Like, yeah. But I like, I'll like, okay, I'll give it one more go. Like, I'll, I'll give myself an hour and if I can't come up with anything cooler, then I'll leave it at whatever I tried first. But sometimes like after, you know, it's been like a week and I've been working on this demo for a while. And then I come back to the first song I made. I'm like, okay, actually that's, that's kind of cool. And I'll I'll stick it in the thing too, like at the end of my video. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) It's such a, like, just like what you said, like it's such a funny combination of skills to make such a niche product at the end that, you know, you fall into doing, but it's so cool. Like, it's mm. just like, it's, you know, there's nothing quite like it really. Yeah. Right. Demos. Yeah. And you know, people like, 
being like chronically on pedal forms and whatever, you yeah. know, people are like, does the perfect demo exist? And they're like, well, if I were doing demos, you know, I would, <laughs> you know, I would always show, you know, what I'm playing and I would always show what's in the signal chain. And I would always say what I hate about this pedal. And I would always yeah. do this. And it's like, okay, yeah. the perfect demo doesn't exist, but no. yeah, like, yeah, a lot of people like get into it. Cause it's like a cool thing. It's like, Oh, I want to demo guitar pedals. It's like, mm. it's like, pretty easily accessible to start but then once you get going you realize you're like oh i like i don't know how to frame this camera or this is off focus or like yeah. oh i wish i would have done this instead and it's like all these little details that like you don't take into account before you start like become super obvious and apparent like once you're like okay mm-hmm. this is maybe a little more than i thought it was <laughs> oh for sure and i think a lot of people and on those like kind of forums or whatever will be like oh well it's just like people just want to get free pedals. Like I would do it for a free pedal. I'm like, bro, like the amount of yeah. work that goes into every single one. If you just worked your job that amount of time, you could just buy the pedal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. it's like yeah. they take so much work. And like, yeah, when people say that about like the free pedal thing, I'm like, it's so like, oh, it's, it's just free. like it's armchair critics, isn't it? I find it <laughs> hilarious. It's such a like. Oh, I guess the same I with builders too, right? Yeah. Oh, or it's like yeah. go to work and you get free lunch but you don't get paid like no one would like that <laughs> and <they're basically> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's the perfect that summarizes it perfectly mm. i mean pizza. lunch is great i love that yeah. but like yeah. you know i'm here yeah. for eight hours like come yeah, on yeah, i gotta yeah. i gotta i gotta live <laughs> <laughs> uh do you feel like your perspective on pedals and gear has changed since you started making like air quotes content like has your relationship changed with it or like i feel like it goes up and down but it kind of always evens out that's like when i started i thought pedals were like the coolest thing and i still Mm. think pedals are the coolest thing like i like maybe i expected myself to be a little more burnt out on pedals after like this is like what i do every weekend is like okay new pedal Mm. time to get started but i don't know they're just like I'm I'm not like done yet, you know. Like I go mm-hmm. through phases where I'm like, okay, I I don't want to like I literally will plug into a practice amp and use the built-in overdrive and whatever's available, mm-hmm. just like play for whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess not. Like the only thing that's really like the biggest thing I would say actually is that like what like a lot of people want to know like oh what's like what's a good pedal for this? What's the best yeah. for this? It's like literally all pedals are good like it just depends <laughs> mm-hmm. what's that like unless it's actually broken it doesn't yeah. work it's like the chances of it being good and serviceable and like using it in a band and people will go like that doesn't sound awful you know it's like super high oh yeah oh and yeah. it doesn't have to be like a 500 hundred dollar pedal either that's the no. other thing like you can get like like blues driver very affordable but you know there's a reason yeah. there's like thousands upon thousands of them in the world like right Mm. I really loved your video where some some randomer had commented like, "Oh, you can't play an SG for that or whatever it was." And it's like, where did you come up with? Like, why? Who's deciding these rules? And then like, you're confident enough to be like, "Well, I better tell this person because yeah. they obviously don't know." Like, you can't play shoegaze on an SG. But I'll I'll comment it, and then they'll they'll know never to make that mistake again. It's such an odd mentality that people yeah. need to have but. yeah no i thought that was so funny because like apparently the guy who commented that like he's been like following my channel for a while and he like meant it okay, not yeah. as seriously as like yeah. 
And I like I kind of had I kind of knew that he didn't mean it as seriously, but I was like, mm. it's April Fools. I'm gonna like pick apart this one comment. Yeah, yeah. it's like hilarious, right? That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a hilarious sort of uh, like even as a joke, it still like resonates with comments that you see on like social media and stuff mm. so often. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, just, I really like the approach that you took to uh, to <laughs> yeah, answer that was, it. I was very destroyed good. it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the one thing that's like being so into like this hobby that is so like small, but on the internet, it feels like it's a big thing because there's so many pedal companies yeah. and there's so mm-hmm. many overdrives and there's so many this and that. But then I go out into the real world and like I bring my board to like the jam session and they're like, they're like, hey, what's on your board? And they look and they're like, I don't know any of those. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, wait, don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't worry yeah. about it. They're like, what does this one do? It doesn't have any labels on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's so cool! If you put the, put the switch, it's, it changes the clipping, and you can can you hear that? You know, it's like, no, wait, they wait, can't. Then, wait, yeah. here's my clean tone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, here's my clean tone. <laughs> and then, why aren't you laughing? That was a great joke. Guys, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. No, I find most people like know Andy. You know, yeah, yeah. Like Andy's the OG. <laughs> my favorite mm. game is like doing a line check and playing the knobs. The knobs, mm, the knobs chord, and yeah. seeing if mm. if anyone looks up. <laughs> you know what's funny is that like, like so I would say my ear is pretty awful, like picking mm. out sounds and whatever. So like I never tune by ear because it's like I can't rely on that. But mm-hmm. the way I kind of learn is by playing the knobs chord. Like I yeah. can tell if it's out of tune if <laughs> I play the knobs chord. So familiar. It's such a good reference. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. All right, can you tap that out for me? Uh... Yeah, I'll I'll send you a how to video. what is up guys welcome to my knobs tutorial yeah yeah sorry i haven't posted in a while just got a uh just you know life got in the way you know like when they have like a five minute intro and then like the actual thing is like 30 seconds and you're like what yeah yeah, and then it's thank you for DistroKid for sponsoring this video (laughs) yeah here's a quick word from nordvpn yeah Yeah. oh yeah that's how you know you made it yeah Mm. right also you know if nordvpn if you're listening baby yeah if you're listening give us you can at sponsor least this podcast. Tenor, I yeah. sell out. Although I don't, I don't use NordVPN, but that doesn't no. have to be in the podcast. <laughs> I use no. a different one. Anyway, cut that part out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cut that. Um, yeah, we should wrap up. This has been great. Mm. Thanks so much for being on. And yeah, thank I, you for having me. Of course. Where, yeah. where can people find you if they don't already follow you? Um, you can find me on YouTube at Megan L and on Instagram at just Megan Eleven and. That's all I got up at the moment. So I Hell mean, yeah. that's all you need. That's where, that's where I find you. Yeah. That's sick. Thank you so much. Sweet. Thank you guys. Cheers.